This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 107.1, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 107.1 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly on this Thursday, October 26, 2023. Coming up in just a little bit. Second chance romance. Then we have the full-size Dirt Alert. And then a little boob tube bonanza. Housewives edition. Oh, yeah. That's right. The premiere of uh, Beverly Hills. And then a wrap-up of Roni. As the season, uh, yeah. Part one of the reunion aired. So we'll get to all of that. But sadly, first, (laughs) we must do this. That's right. It's time for Second Chance Romance, where we're looking for love in the wrong place. Uh, Holly, who do we have today? I believe we are starting with Chris, Chris this morning. Okay. All right. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hey. Good. Thanks. I love Second Chance Romance. Thanks for oh, having me. Thanks for no. helping. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, sure. Want, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell us your dating story, my friend? Yeah, sure. So, um, kind of a bummer, but also great, but bad circumstances. Uh, um, I met Ruthie, who is, I mean, she's awesome. I had a friend's funeral, though. I met her at a funeral. Oh. So, yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know how, how I really feel about that, but I mean, you know, we did go out, so um, I guess she feels okay about it. But he was a childhood friend of mine. He went to college with her. Um, they, we I've never met her before, the, um, the funeral, actually. But um, he was what we had in common, and he died suddenly, and it was just like, it was that, that was really traumatic. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. But, um, but you know, on, on a more uplifting sort of note, um, you know, it was – I, I was a pallbearer at the 
at the funeral. And so, you know, we're getting ready, bring in the casket and, and that's what I saw her. And, uh, I mean, just kind of bowled me over just super, super cute. Right. Really, really very much my type. Um, and my mom was there of course, cause she knew Pete, yeah. you know, from, for as long as I did. And I was like, uh, who is that? Like, do you, do you know who that is? Cause I'd never, I'd never seen her before. And I had no, most of Pete's friends. Um, and so, you know, the funeral went down and, uh, everything is just really kind of, you know, everyone's just mourning, you know, but yeah. before the, before, before the burial, you know, they had a reception and my mom, you know, she does this and, you know, sometimes this has worked out and sometimes it doesn't, this time it kind of worked out. Um, she introduced herself to Ruthie. Oh, uh, and, yeah. My mom, <laughs> my mom. Um, <laughs> and so she, uh, she said, you know, my son, known no Pete for a long time and, you know, you guys might want to get together and just talk about and reminisce about your stories about him. And so she gave Ruthie my number. Your oh. mother did. Your mother gave her the my number. Mom. Okay. My mom. Uh. Did. My mom. Yeah. I All guess my right. mom's. Yeah. My mom's like, I guess she has my number, uh, yeah. you know, ready to give, out, give it out to anybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so, um, so I was, but I was pumped because Ruthie called me and said, you know, do you want to go get coffee? And, and just talk and and reminisce, and I was like, "Sure, I'd love that." So we we did that. Okay, okay. how was the coffee date? It was it was really it was so positive. It was really good. It was a little like a therapy session. I, I don't want to like you know skip over that because it was kind of fun to hear stories about her, about from Pete from her about Pete in college and to hear about like his you know what he was doing in college and, you know, the kind of things that he would tell us and the truth maybe, <laughs> um, you know? And so I told her some stories about like when Pete was a kid and all the things we used to do together. And so we hit it off. I mean, we were really like, we were vibing and uh, I was more attracted to her than even when I first saw her. And I thought that was a huge attraction. So it was like, it had doubled up. Nice. Okay. Well, how did it end? So, you know, it, did, it wasn't physical. You know, we hugged, but there's no physical, you know, we didn't, there wasn't anything else. And I had a great time, told her I had a great time, love to see her again. And she agreed, right? But she, uh, you know, like since then, she hasn't answered any of my texts. Like I've texted her three times. That's enough. I don't want to text her anymore. Smart. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, smart. It, it, it's, you know, that's plenty. But, you know, and I didn't know if I was ever going to get the opportunity to call in and talk to you guys, and this is the perfect opportunity for this. Absolutely. We're here to help. We are. Good. Okay. Please help. Well, Chris, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold now, and we uh, we have Ruthie on the other line. She just thinks that she is taking part in a dating segment. She doesn't even know it's about her, and she certainly okay. doesn't know it's about you. So hold on just a second, okay? Okay, cool. Cover it good. Uh, we will. Okay. I like Chris. I do too. I mean, funeral things a little, but you know. Almost. But you know. Yeah, yeah. You scope wherever. Um, your heart wants but, what your heart wants. That's right, Lex. Let's go to the. Let's go to Ruthie. Hi, Ruthie. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. Hi. 
Thank you. Thank you for doing this. You're live right now. This is what we call second chance romance. So we Uh-oh. try. Yeah. We try to like make love connections uh, like back in the day. And we uh, you were nominated. Uh, actually, we didn't tell you this, but this isn't just random. Um, we are calling you for a reason. Actually, we got an email okay. about we got an email about you. Um, from someone that went out with you and really liked you. Do you remember Chris? Funeral Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember going out with Chris. Yeah. Okay. He's awesome. Yeah. He's well, awesome. Here's the deal, Ruthie. Um, Chris reached out because he does really like you. He was very complimentary. Um, but it's it's our we this is how we understand it. There wasn't anything much past the first kind of interaction. Can we ask you? Can we ask a question? Was there a reason why you was it just not a match? Was it friend zoney? What was was there a reason? Well, I mean, he's got a girlfriend, so but we had a great time, you know, when we met up. Mm, and um, wait, what? We have this friend who passed away. I don't know if you yeah. know that. Like it. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it was just nice to get together with someone who knew Peter like Chris did, so. Can you back up the bread truck for a second? Um, I forgot a loaf. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you just kind of buzzed by, because um, you said he had a girlfriend. Yeah. I I don't know if that's the case, because he wrote us about you. Like, he wanted to be, oh. he wanted another date with you, so. Oh, you might have are some explaining sh- to do. Are you sure you didn't misunderstand him, or you're pretty sure? Oh, I mean, it seemed like you had a girlfriend, so it was like, oh. it seemed like it was more of like a friend meetup kind of thing, you know? Because, yeah, I don't want to go. Th- I mean, if he's got somebody, like, I'm not going to go there, obviously. So, mm, yeah. Um, that's a good okay. boundary. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Holly loves a boundary. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Well, that is a horse of a different color. Uh huh. Well, we have a surprise, don't we, Jace? Yeah. Surprise. Um, Ruthie, Chris, we, it wasn't an accident that we randomly called you. Chris gave us, it wasn't a friend that gave us your number. I think that's what we told you. It was actually Chris, and we have Chris on the other line. So, um, okay. Yeah, I know. Please don't be mad. It's, Blame it. Her name is Amy Daniels. I'll give you her email address later for various reasons. Uh, Chris, um, let's go ahead and put Chris up. Uh-huh. Okay. Chris, Chris, say hi to Ruthie. Hey, Ruthie. Hey. What? Hey, Chris. Hi. Hey. Good to hear your voice. What do you? I don't have. A, hey, I don't have a girlfriend. You talked about someone have... named Sarah. She's not your girlfriend. <laughs> Sarah's my roommate. That's it. It's, I mean, yeah, I don't even know if we've ever physically touched. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. Oh, I, I mean, that's why I haven't messaged you back at all. I was like, well, I've been cheated on before. Oh. I don't even want to get close to someone that it might have, you know, like, I don't want to go there. It's not, Definitely going to do that. And you, you talked about her a lot. So I was like, oh, well, okay. You know? No, I get I get it. No, I get it. Um, no, I, I'm single. I'm, I'm very single. I'm, are you single? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm single. Yeah. Oh, oh. Lex, do it. Ah. Lex, do it. Go ah. for it. Go oh my gosh. Go okay, Chris, Ruthie, we've got bunches of gift cards here at a restaurants. You can take your pick. We'll pay I'll for a second date. Yeah. I'll take all the gift cards. I want to go on a second date. I'm like, so I called. You know where I stand. We're actually we're we're so mad at our boss right now. We're actually going to give you her car uh, to drive to the date. So, um, okay, Chris is in Ruthie. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, this is great news. Well, guys, we'll give. Uh, don't hang up. Holly's going to get your info. Um, and then we'll also we'll tell you where you can pick up the car yep. and uh, the gift cards. We'll, we'll we'll leave the keys in the console, right, Holly? That's how we're going to do it. Yeah, right? just look for the orange AMC Gremlin yeah. parked on the corner. Yeah. When cars it. start to look like their owner, um, Chris, Ruthie, thank you guys. This is great news. Just keep us oh. updated, will you, please? Let us thank know how this both. goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. This whole thing is so crazy. Oh, Oh, my gosh. It's strangely and oddly the second strangest thing that's happened to us today. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good luck. This was a delight. See? This was actually, we needed this Oh, so happy right now. It was like a soul douche. It was a soul douche. (laughs) It was a complete soul douche that we needed. (laughs) We needed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, there we go, everybody. Fabulous. Lex, you were right. Uh, per usual, we found like. We found like. Yeah. I, I mean, those two are really hitting it off. They sounds were. like. Holly, look at that. Look, look wow. what we did right there, Holly. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to have second chance romance babies? Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really, oh, who are goodness. you, Alexis? You went yeah. right to the. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I usually start with the wedding bells, but. Yeah. Uh, or, right. you know, uh, second chance romance uh, domestic partner joint health insurance policy? Perfect. Yes. Let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. Right. Baby steps. Yep. <laughs> yep. Second chance romance Tuesdays and Thursdays in our third hour here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk and live streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. I'm Jason, Alexis, and Holly, and Leah has the turd alert now. Go ahead, Leah. I was getting a little excited there. It's Sorry. okay. I, I Go forgot ahead. I have a professional to give me a nice little <laughs> intro. You're so smooth, Jason. <laughs> well, I do want to jump in and talk. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
about some dirt that I am digging right now. Okay, this is coming from TMZ, so we're going to take that uh, with the grain of salt that we always do until we verify those sources. But this one is sounding like I think we're going to get some traction on this. Of course, Justin Timberlake is feeling the heat amid all this Britney Spears release. And we are being told that his NSYNC bro still has his back. Like, they are... Sources familiar with the situation tell DMZ that Lance, Joey, Chris, and JC have nothing but love for Justin. They're supporting him through all the harsh criticism coming out due to the woman in me. And we're being told, you know, as you are, that they have known him for 25 years. They'd be more than happy to be back performing with him despite the negative energy. So, yeah, this is let's just, talk about this. The, this is just the, uh, latest in years of bad publicity for Justin uh, as far as, you know, Janet Jackson, Ooh. you know, all the revelations and the truth about that situation. And then, uh, alle- you know, not allegations, but then other headlines about Britney and Justin when that Hulu documentary about Britney came out. And now this, I mean, this is like the third wave of, and then, I remember during um, 2020, during the pandemic, he was accused of basically stealing, you know, music in a way. Not stealing music, but being accused of taking sounds and making, I don't know. My point being is, it's like the third wave of bad publicity (laughs) for dude. Yeah. Well, well, and these are exclusive sources from TMZ, which means the call's coming from inside the house. (laughs) Because I'm sure NSYNC is like, dadnabbit. We finally got Justin Timberlake to agree to do a reunion for NSYNC. Of course, we're going to back him. We need this to work. Yep. And we want this to work. So they are saying that the single and the tour that are supposed to come out next summer are still full go. But he apparently is quietly dropping some of his club appearances that were set for early next year. And that we're tied to that as well. So, well, have fun with that. Here we go. I I think we all knew all along. Cry me a river, Justin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What goes around comes oh, around. Hey, hey, I see what you was, did there. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. All right. Barbie Madness is continuing. And if you're a Stevie Nicks collector edition, needed a little couple play dates, um, this might be crossing some lines. I don't know. But there is a Ted Lasso Barbie crossover happening. Nice. That's right. It's I, a it's a trio of dolls. When I first read this and first scrolled across <laughs> this on the socials yesterday. Um, I was like, oh, they're just making a Ted Lasso doll. Like, it's going to be the new Alan. But um, no, apparently they have um, Rebecca and Keely as well with Ted Lasso. So those are coming out. It's odd. As you were reading that, I'm on I'm Instagrams to my left. And I just you saw it saw you? from the Barbie Instagram account, the picture. Uh, and it's very lifelike. I mean, it does look like Sudeikis. It's a really <laughs> great Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Are we going too far with the Barbie madness? Is this like, I mean, no, no one. Touching, touching, touching. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of your favorite shows. You're going to want what corporations that. corporations do. They That's run it into the they, ground. That's so. right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's so, what they do. His accessories also include doll size aviator sunglasses, the whistle, and uh, he does have a mini mustache. So, there we go. Well, the hair. Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) And, you know, over the last week, we've been talking a lot about these dates that are getting out of control and what restaurants have been canceled um, and ordering, you know, what, 48 oysters, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Olive Garden has been trending a lot. It's popping up that people are like, this is a deal breaker for a first date. Right. And there's there's people on both sides of that. You know, I love breadstick and salad, unlimited 
options as much as the next girl. But um, Sunny Hostin, of course, from The View, shared some love, love, love for the Olive Garden. She says she eats there once a week and she wants to, quote, she wants to stand up for the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Who was this in the Cheesecake Factory? You know, I've seen this pop up on a couple things. They have this list going around of like deal breakers for the first date, like no coffee dates, no, you know, kids menus, no Olive Garden. Uh, Chili's was a non starter. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. Uh, Southwestern egg rolls are always welcome. And I don't care. And if a sweet honey I, is going to be paying for those and maybe we get the third base afterwards, that is a, that is just fine. That's worth Girl. it. Yeah. I'll, for the Southwest uh, egg rolls, I'll run right to home. I'll no! run right to uh, police. <laughs> well, I, you're in good company uh-huh. with Sunny because she says actually the Cheesecake Factory's version, the Tex-Mex egg yeah. rolls are her favorite. Oh, those. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all the same at every restaurant. Um, They're all good, Ka- though. When Colin yes. and I, when we're in, when we go to Hawaii, we're in Waikiki, and you know you can have fresh seafood. We have our places that we go. We have fa- there are fancy places. Do you know every year we go, we go to the we one night we always go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yes. It's a little tradition. Well, there's so and, many options, and it's so always good. Options. Yeah, the only thing, the only reason I would see why not going to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date is those portions are large and in Huge. charge, Huge. and you're just gonna want to sit there. And you're not yep. going to want to do anything after that first date. Oh, but yeah. You know, I think my personal take is that menu is so huge. I think it's a good litmus test. You got to take your date there. If you're a decisive person that wants a choice made right away, yeah. it's going to oh, it's going to weed good. them out for you. So, right. My hot take and it's my dirt alert. So I get to go I love with that. It. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> More of these stories at mytalk1071.com and another dirt alerts coming up in our noon hour. We're going to take a break. TV talk when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. When I'm sitting at your table, I'm as happy as can be. Your good cooking is enough to say. There's some good country singers in my family and some great Crisco cooks like Mayne Edna. She says Crisco makes her spicy album up as Latin fluffy. And my cousin Martha says her onion rings don't taste greasy. Mm. Aunt Loretta, you gotta tell me how you made these turnovers, honey. It all started with a Crisco crust. Then I mix up my apples, cranberries, and cinnamon. I scoop it in the crust and bake. Then I put on the icing. The crust is so flaky. That's Crisco. Look for Loretta's family recipes in your favorite women's magazines. Crisco will do you proud every time. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Coal miner's daughter and Crisco maven Loretta Lynn with her legendary 70s and 80s era Crisco commercials. Love right. it. I know. People your make, favorite women's magazine. Your favorite women's <laughs> magazine. That was my favorite part of that. Yeah. I, you know, being a biscuit maker, mm. I do not. You can either make biscuits with uh, uh, lard or with butter. And if I may just throw out a little baking suggestion. Yes. Always go with butter. Now, that that is the one thing I did change with my papa's recipe um is now he did switch toward the end of his life, but he he did he used Crisco. I think it leaves like a film on the roof of your mouth. So, yeah, I had to change that. Sorry, papa. That's the one thing I did change. I kept everything else, but yeah, I just, just a little upgrade? Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't like that film. Mm, those biscuits oh. are so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, the roof of your mouth, having that like lard feeling stuff. Ooh, la, la, la. Yeah. That's that's yeah, the thing with you. lard. 
and some people there are there are southern bakers that they swear by. Yeah, and there is no wrong way. I mean, there's a million ways to make them. Yep, or well, to make any baked good really. And it is a question of butter or lard. I always use butter. I just think it tastes better. Butter. I, just, I like butter, butter and oil. Butter and oil. I'm Paula Dane. Um, it's time for a little TV talk. We've been talking about this. We've been talking about TV talk for a while, but we keep getting busy and pushing it off. Well, today is the day. It's boob tube bonanza. Uh, what's on the boob tube? Boob tube. Television last night. I like to watch TV. Saddle up, it's the Boob Tube Bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. We do a Boob Tube Bonanza. Thanks for being here, everybody. Okay, um, I'm very curious because I see on the sheet as the, uh, as the uh, first season with the new cast of uh, Real Housewives of New York wraps up. Holly's been doing her pop culture experiment. Mm-hmm. And I see, Lex, you have dabbled in this as well now. Yeah. Yes, I've watched most of this new season of Real Housewives of New York. Yeah. The, the and, newbies. And now you've dabbled in the reunion, have you? Yes, I Did have. You get to- I have a new way that I'm going to watch Real Housewives now. I'm going to watch the first episode and the reunion, and that's it. I've just decided. We'll be be right back, everybody. That's been YouTube Bonanza. That's all I need. That's all I can take. Uh, Uh, Because, you know, the the reunions, there's a lot of rehashing and recapping, and they play the scene, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Great. Yeah. I understand what's going on there. I'm sure there's a lot more nuance, but, you know, that's all I need to know. That's really all I feel like I need to know. You get the introduction to the ladies, and then you get the aftermath and just see what's going on. But, man... There seems like a lot of petty fighting was going on this season. Uh, I did skip probably three, four episodes in the middle there. So yeah. So what, how how do you feel after you watch the reunion? Are you do you like this cast now that it's over? I do like this cast. Yeah, I think that they um, there's were already re- established relationships, which we've always said that it's just good to you know make sure that you there's there's something there that you're not just completely manufacturing everything and. There were established relationships there. Um, the like, what was going on with Uba? Oh, he was like throwing in these oh. little bombs, and and then irritated like, the crap out of me. Right, and then they're like, "Well, we're either going to get to that, or they just completely ignored what she said." And I'm thinking that that's where we need to go. Well, why aren't we going? There? But it was so out of character for Uba. Right. Yes, it What's was. And the way that she behaved the entire season. And they started with that in the reunion show right off the bat where Uba was accusing Jenna of being fake. And I was like, what? Yeah. And also. So that's unusual. Because yes. that's what I got, too. Yes. Like, what did you do in Uba? And also, I. I Andy Cohen, come on. You're the moderator for a reason. Yes. I can't, whether it's a political debate with the moderator or a debate even with Real Housewives, you're there for a reason. And the fact, I mean, don't be mean, but Andy should have called her out on that. Like, stop, because she kept throwing oh. in, like, little bomb. Like, Andy would be going one way because it is a television show. Yep. There is, there is a sequence of events, it is a produced thing. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that you can't go off subject. Hello, that's what our show does most days. But, but she kept go zigging when Andy was trying to zag with another housewife. And I thought, mm. Andy should have just been like, hey, come on, cut like, it out, cut it out. Like, why are you doing this? It irritated the crap out of me. Yeah. It was so yeah, bizarre I'm and out of character. Very for bizarre. Her. Yeah. 
Very bizarre. Okay, thanks for supporting that because I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, it looks like everyone was annoyed with Aaron the whole season. So she had a lot of explaining to do, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She and I never would have. That wouldn't have been on my bingo card Mm -mm. at the beginning of the season. I thought Aaron was going to be the cool one, but she is kind of a crapster. Yeah. And now my my. Yeah, what, my, what were your thoughts other than Uba? Well, my thought is oddly um, going, not against, but going the other direction of what you said as far as it's important that these women have organic friendships. I left part one feeling like there are just some damaged relationships here that I don't know if they're going to be able to fix. None oh. of them. None of them now seem like legit friends. No, you know, there's there's absolutely. there's simmering tensions now between all of them, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, okay, well, well that's that petty. Yeah, like, well, there goes the fun in that. Yeah, I was just referencing to when you set up a cast that there's something there which we were grateful. But you're right. Oh yeah, it feels like it's all just done. Done. Well, they are. Sigh they are casting. Bryn too. Better. Wow. Well, they are casting, and mm. that's not that's not atypical. That's not uh, atypical. It's okay. Who would they, you get rid of immediately? Oh God, I don't know. They may just add. I think they're not going to oh. subtract. I think they're just going to add. They they've done this before. They did this in yeah. season two of the original New York. They added Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. That's they right. kept everybody and just added a new little element. They plopped in a new element. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I'm producing that show, I might do that. Give them one. Give this cast one more season, and yeah. then that's when you start to boot. And you're like, okay, you're you're not working. We've given you time. Based on if the reunion, yeah. <laughs> based on the reunion show, I feel like Jessel has one foot out the door. Me too. So I would be shocked if she returned for a second season. Jessel and her husband, mm. because her husband is so prominent, are kind of like the Sal, uh, Simon and Alex of. Uh, oh yeah, that's so good he's comparison. A, he's a very prominent house husband, uh, which. Yeah, isn't always the case. Now, yeah, and I was kind of surprised too that there's only two parts to this reunion. I same thing. Usually, there's like five, six, <laughs> three at least. <laughs> Usually three. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, maybe they I, just didn't have much to talk about beyond that. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, there's okay, only two. That mm-hmm. means it's not juicy. Just saying. Did you think that Jessel's like um, upset over talk about her marriage was a little forced? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, because it always cracks me up when these people are, are mad that people are reacting to something that they said on the show. That you brought or, up. It's like, yeah, they, that you introduced as an element. It's like, what, what do you expect? You're on a television show with these people. They're yeah. not They're not going to react? Yeah. That's a little, it seems, yeah, a little outlandish to me. Mm. You, you, you said stuff. You said these things, and now your castmates are reacting. It just must be so weird. Ugh. Another 37,000 feet observation. It must be so weird to get, come to this reunion. You know, you end you end the taping schedule and you go about your life for whatever it is, uh, three, four, five months. And then you watch the show back Ugh. or what you watch the show. And you are hearing what everyone is saying in their interviews. Those confessionals, man. They can, you know everyone. what I mean? Yes. They always. It's so That's you, so you, bizarre. You leave the season thinking maybe X, Y, and Z, but then you watch the episodes and you're like, wow, that cast member thought that in that moment? 
That is that always causes problems. I remember uh-huh. Bethany and Carol Radzewell's friendship even further deteriorated uh, got, uh, after the season was over or as the season started because Carol was realizing what Bethany was saying about her and their friendship in the confessional interviews, and it further destroyed the relationship. So I just thought about that dynamic with this show. It must be very odd. Very, very odd. So, anyway. Oh, well, we're excited for part two? Sure am. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it seems like it heats uh, up a little bit. I yeah. feel like Andy's also maybe a little bit over them. You know? A little, yeah. Like there was they, a little bit, they did a little behind the scenes in the beginning, like Uba got ready at home. So you can already tell they were setting up for some tension. And there's Andy looking real disheveled. <laughs> well, Just talking to him. I think Andy has a lot on his mind with the reality reckoning and oh. all that stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Yep, you think? Yep. yep. Yeah, and two babies. The- oh, two babies and that Vanity Fair article that allegedly is coming out in uh-huh. a few weeks. <gasps> oh, juicy. Yeah. Juicy Real Housewives expose. Uh-huh. So Andy has a lot on his mind. So. Yeah. Uh, Real Housewives of New York Part 2 airs on Sunday. Tomorrow... I will. Uh, the premiere of Beverly Hills was last night. I'll give you the skinny on that one, too. So we're going to take a break. When we return today, though, um, uh, where's my? Oh, I had my tease. Where is it? Oh, going for a haircut at a very incon- uh, unconventional place. That and more when we come back. Ooh. Hey, everybody, it's Jace for my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Today's the day, the first Red Cow in the Burbs. That's right. Red Cow Wyzetta opens today. I got to go to a little preview event this week. I'll be posting um, a couple items on my Instagram a little bit later today. But this Wyzetta location is open and ready, and it it's just that great Red Cow feeling. And they have some items that you will only find right now at the Wyzetta Red Cow, including chowder fries. Thank you. I could end this commercial right now, but I'm not. Think of um, think of French fries with just like think of poutine, but with chowder. It's so good. It's so delicious. Um, I loved it. Plus some fresh new cocktails for fall at this location and more. So grab your friends tonight and be a part of the opening. Red Cow Wyzetta is ready for you. Now, if you can't make it to Wyzetta, of course, go to the other locations and follow the herd. This week, run to red. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thanks for being here. We're so glad you're here. So very glad. Wrapping things up. Hey, tomorrow, weekly trivia face-off, everybody. Weekly trivia Face off. Halloween, baby. That's right. Halloween edition. That's Going against right. engineers. Yeah. Oh, God. So, Mike and Adam. Holly, should we be scared? Lightly frightened. I think that they both know a lot about Halloween trivia much more than they let on. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And just pop culture in general. I, they're, they're two intelligent individuals, yes. and I think they're going to bring it. I think they are too. Yeah. I think they are too. And yeah, I'm very excited. We're going to bring it too, Jace. Yeah, Yeah, we are too. Luckily, there's a little practice round in the six o'clock hour. (laughs) Get a taste. Yes. And I've looked at the questions. I get the questions beforehand, and I think everyone's going to do really well. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think maybe, perhaps. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I'm going to practice tonight. I'm going to practice on my. uh, Where? 
<laughs> I, I'm not going to practice all. No. Who am I kidding? <laughs> to practice on my. Yeah, nothing. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is what I was referring to, a funny thing to end the show. Uh, a picture is making the rounds, which shows a Taco Bell employee in Indiana. And I love the story for various reasons, because, of course, it's Indiana. Uh, a Taco Bell in Indiana giving another worker a haircut in oh. the kitchen of the Taco Bell. Um, here is a Taco Bell employee. Oh, no. Here's a Taco Bell employee. Speaking about what she saw. I was just really shocked to look back and see someone cutting hair in a kitchen. I've never, I've never experienced anything like that. I also feel like I did the right thing. So if this is what it takes to do the right thing, then so be it. I'll find another job. Oh, because she posted about it. May I get the haircut, Bel Grande? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Mm, Extra hair shavings on top, please. I like my taco to taste nutty. Oh, oh yeah! So disgusting. So very disgusting. Oh, yeah. Especially in the oh. kitchen. At least do it out in the dining area. Or go in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, how about not at all? I mean, yeah, can we prioritize the spaces? Like the kitchen is the worst place to have a haircut. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. Oh man. I, I don't know what happened to going to a great clips for a haircut. You know. Or a fantastic Sam's. What happened to staying in your own kitchen and putting a bowl on top of your head and then just going at it with the number three? Or a Floby. Thank you. Oh, yeah, those things still are available. They're still out there. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney allegedly likes to use one. No. He does. Yeah. Fun facts. Mm hmm. Have you ever, Lex, have you ever used a Floby? Never. But I've watched it many times and I thought that was pretty fascinating. Holly, how about you? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Jace? No. No, I had two aunts. I had an aunt Shirley and my aunt Char that were uh at one time uh cut hair. My aunt Char was the one that gave me a perm in third grade and I went to school. My mom warned me. She goes, "You're not going to like this and you're going to get made fun of and you're going to come home." And per usual, my mother was right. My my I begged for a perm. My aunt gave it to me. I went to school and <laughs> I cried cuz I got bullied. I was called like Every name in the book. And then oh. and then they had to take me to my aunt's, my aunt Char's, to put a relaxer or whatever. Like, you know, get the perm, a de-perm or whatever it's called. I'm oh. not. Well, the first day or two after a perm, you can't wash it. It has to just be yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then it relaxes and then it's really nice. Yeah. I, same thing happened to me. I put it into a ponytail and then it, the, the next morning, because it was just. It was terrible. Oh, after getting a perm? After getting my my one and only perm. And then it relaxed. And it was really nice, but it was straight and then curly because I had pulled it into a ponytail. <laughs> that was just <laughs> dumb. Next time. Well, I don't know if there'll be a next time, but. Well, perms are making a comeback. Give it, give it a are. moment. Yes. Give it a moment. So, yeah. Alexis. Yeah. Your time could be now. Maybe. Get extra curly do hair. It, Lex. I got do some it now. weird funky waves, so do it right now. Okay, do gotta it right go. Now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure there's somewhere nearby that can uh that can uh do it for us. Yeah. Be willing to do it. Yeah. It'd be a, a good you know, we can tease it for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. This is the live perm.
Well, on I the show. The show. Oh, man. Oh, that oh, smell. Ooh, yeah. The smell. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. There's nothing worse. Yeah, it's we have to be polite. But, yeah. you know, let's do it in B. Since uh, we're uh, mad at B. Arthur, <gasps> why don't we do it in her office so Ooh. that way the smell, it's reve- another revenge. Uh, the, the, her office will smell like that. Oh, right. Well, you know, I'll do it for the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything, anything for the bit. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And Judy asks, "Hey, do you, Lex, do you know how much hair flies around when you when it's cut and how much it gets on their clothes?" Yes. And regardless, you're right. Nowhere in Taco Bell is that even acceptable. No, nowhere. But nowhere. especially the kitchen. That's all exactly. I'm saying. That's going to do it for us. Tomorrow, weekly trivia face-off. But right Woo-woo. now, if you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself. Because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, UBU. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. And we'll talk tomorrow.